and he gave gifts unto men. Amen. And that gifts was apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, and pastors. And today we just want to be thankful and grateful for our gift of God in the form of our pastor and our prophet, Edgar Michaels. Amen. Hallelujah. Can we give the Lord a praise and a thanks? Amen. Hallelujah. When Israel asked the Lord to deliver them from Egypt, He raised up Moses. Amen. So it shows the importance that we, we must give and acknowledge that God uses men to answer our prayers and to lead us in the way we should go. Let us put our hands together as we welcome the man of God, our gift of God, Pastor Edgar Michael. the Lord. What a blessing. You may be seated. Thank you. Greetings in the name of the Lord. I'm so happy to see each one of you. You are very special to God and special to me and my wife. Though my wife looks cute and smart. Can you just stand please, sweetheart? Amen. Thank God for a godly, God-fearing woman, and that God has brought us together, and we, what's it, 38? 38 years this year married. Wow. Praise God. They, they said they find a man every evening sitting with uh, his marriage certificate. His wife was very impressed with him. And then somebody asked him, uh, why is he doing that? He said, he sees there's no expiring date on this thing. <laughs> what a shock. <laughs> but greetings in the name of the Lord. So happy to see every one of you. The sound is not for me, eh? Praise God. So uh, happy to see Arthur here uh, from the Republic of Garden Village originally. Amen. And uh, we are so blessed to have all our visitors, Kamisha's uh, dad, uh, being here. There's so much echoing. Praise the Lord. And uh, we trust God to bless us uh, out of our Woolworth socks. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. So I will preach about the mission of the Holy Spirit and also the bapt mainly the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We're going to help everybody here to get baptized in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And those who are baptized in the Holy Spirit already, speaking in tongues, will trust God in this month to take us all to a higher level of the baptism in the Holy Spirit, to the glory of God. Amen. Yes, uh, I don't know if you've heard, I speak, spoke some time uh, about the signs of the end time and how things are escalating uh, 
uh, in the world and how they, you hear of floods and of earthquakes and of huge fires, people and place is getting better. Okay, get destroyed and, and uh, now just um, yesterday morning uh, on the 7th of October, you know, Israel was attacked and uh, the nation now is at war. And um, this war can escalate to a bigger war that other nations get involved. And I was reminded for you, uh, 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 hungry for the word, that you go and uh, read Ezekiel 38 and 39, where it will tell you about prophesy about a war that will come against Israel and even the nations there involved. Praise God. Amen. And that's Ezekiel predicting and prophesying about war and various things. And it will state there, people will, because this was completely a shock to Israel and a huge surprise. Now, Israel's intelligence service are those who check around the world and have spies everywhere, to state it that way, to find out what people are planning against them. And they are of the best intelligence service but this was such a huge surprise that it went even past the intelligence service of Israel. It was at a time when uh, they, they, why is it now going like this? It was on holiday, uh, Israel celebrating a holiday, and with many of the soldiers not even there, but uh, on duty, and what happened is the enemies of Israel infiltrated 22 locations into the land of Israel and started to shoot men, women, and killing people on a huge scale. And the news and everything is a blaze of what is happening at this moment, okay? And like Israel normally does, it goes after the enemy with great power. But this can escalate into a bigger war and nations will have to even choose what side they will be on. Uh, can I read to you just a, a scripture or two, Ezekiel, and then I'll get to the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Ezekiel 38. Amen. My friend, Pastor Kyle, is preaching about the end times, and uh, uh, I went with him. He was preaching in, he's preaching uh, in his church here in, um, you know, where they are. And in Plumstead, or what's it, Weinberg? Plumstead, yes. Um, 
I went with him to Saldana on Wednesday, and we had much discussion about the end times. And you need to do your best to be here the 11th of November, and then uh, I'll preach on a Saturday about the rapture and all of that to pastors and ministers. The rapture, the teaching on the rapture is very much under attack, where many in the church don't believe anymore in the rapture, and, uh, but I believe I have been called to restore of sound teaching. Amen. Praise God. And here in this portion of Scripture, you'll find out even the nations that will attack Israel, and this is a war before the rapture will take place. Amen. It's strange eh, that sound and things always, when it starts to preaching and which is important, then things start to happen. Ezekiel 38, this is not good. Stay here, please, until I say it's fine. Amen. Ezekiel 38, um, here you will find out nations that is involved in this attack. And now you need to know this is hundreds of years before it happened that things are happening now. My God. So that you can understand that the Bible is the word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes, that's better. Thank you. Okay, in verse 2, you will see there's Magog, which speaks of an atheistic system. You'll find there's Ross, which speaks of Russia. You'll speak here of Meshech. Do you see that? It speaks of Moscow. You will see here in verse 5, Persia which speaks of Iran. Are you there with me? You see, Ethiopia, it means some nations of Africa. Put in that time was Libya. And also that were big word there in verse 6, Beth, speaks of Turkey. Now, all these nations are right there at the border of Israel at the present moment. That's five nations, Syria, there is Persia, which is Iran, there's Turkey, and there is Russia. They're all there. They're planning to attack and destroy the Jewish people. But these are the people that God has selected to bring the Bible and the prophets and even our Messiah. And God himself promised he will defend them. And so through the world that he is their God. Hallelujah. So I'm reading just from verse 8 to verse 12 to see how accurate this is. Because the Bible says that these people will have a plan. And this was a shock to see that these people plan for months this kind of attack that they can even come into the houses of the Jewish people without this 
the, the uh, uh, intelligence service of Israel detecting these kind of things. Okay, I'm reading to you from verse 7, or let's read verse 8. After many days you will summon in the latter years, you will come into the land that is restored from the sword. You need to know Israel is a much restored place. Whose inhabitants have been gathered from many nations. God is busy gathering the Jews out of many nations. They are returning to their homeland of the Hitler in 19, uh, in the Second World War, killed six million Jews because he had also the spirit of the Antichrist to take Israel and Jews off the face of the earth. Okay, six million Jews. Then the people, the United Nations gave this land which was Israel's since nearly 5,000 years ago, God gave it to Abram and his seed. And now the Palestines and Arabs claim the land belongs to them. But God said the land belongs to Israel. And then after they were scattered around the world after Jesus died, 70 years after Jesus, the Jews were scattered around the world because the Roman Empire took over the land of Israel and killed hundreds and hundreds of Jews, and they fled. Since that time, 70 years after Christ, the land did not belong to Israel again, but God brought them back from all the nations back to the promised land. Amen. Verse 8, after many days you will summon in latter years, you see those words, latter years, you will come into the land, God says, the enemy will come into the land restored from the sword, whose inhabitants have been gathered from many nations to the mountains of Israel, which had been con continual waste, but its people were brought out from the nations and they are living securely, all of them. You need to know, before the Jews returned, the land was a desert. When they returned, the land started to produce flowers, vegetables, and became fertile. It was a miracle, and it is a miracle to the world. But verse 8 ends, when they live securely. Okay, and presently, before this, they were living securely. Verse 9, and you will go up, you will come like a storm, you will be like a cloud covering the land, you and all your troops and many peoples with you. This is just the beginning of a war. God forbid that Russia, who already said they support this fight against Israel. Iran is fully 
of hatred to destroy Israel. And even busy producing a nuclear bomb with the aim to destroy Israel. Telling the world in the United Nations to their face, these pig-skinned people need to be destroyed from the face of the earth. And that is that, that's that spirit in the day of Esther that Haman, his name is Haman, had. And the Persia, and he decided to orchestrate a plan to kill all the Jews in Esther's day. It was Esther that saved the whole of Israel. And this terrorist group, strange, the name is Hamas, H-A-M-A-S, Hamas. They call it Hamas, okay, which are leading this war presently. Hallelujah, verse 10. Thus says the Lord God, and God speaks, he will do what he says. Thus says the Lord God, it will come about at that day that thoughts will come into your mind. And you will devise an evil plan. This is the plan that's being executed since yesterday. Verse 11. And you will say, I will go up against the land of unveiled, unveiled, uh, walled villages. I will go against those who are at rest. It was at the time. In fact, the last time the Arabs and the enemies got Israel off track was exactly 50 years ago in 1973 also on a Jewish holiday, 1973. And for three days, the world thought Israel will be annihilated, destroyed from the face of the earth through Egypt and Syria attacking Israel, 1973. It was on a Jewish holiday when all of them were in the synagogues celebrating that they attacked Israel. Wow. 50 years ago to the day, 7th of October, 1973. So the enemy said, after 50 years, let's do the same thing. But it's an evil plan thought out to execute. Verse 11, and you will say, I will go up against the land of unwalled villages. I will go against those who are at rest, that live securely, all of them living without walls and having no bars or gates, to capture spoil and to seize plunder, to turn your hand against the waste places which are inhabited and against the people who are gathered from the nations, who have uh, acquired cattle and goods, who live 
at the, at the enter of the world, center of the world. That word center is the nave, it's in Hebrew is the navel of the world. Israel is the navel of the world. Just as any baby, you know, the cord between mom and the baby is in the navel. Okay, the navel feeds the baby. So Israel lives in the navel of the world. It means Israel feeds the world with God's knowledge, God's revelation, the Messiah, the prophets with salvation. Isn't that powerful? Wow. But let's keep Israel in prayer. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I pray for wisdom and guidance for all of the Jewish people worldwide, especially the nation of Israel. You say, Lord, you will bless those who pray for Israel and bless Abram's seed. And you say, Lord, they will prosper who pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for guidance, for wisdom, and for comfort and strength. We pray also that many Arabs will come to the Lord Jesus and that you will turn their hearts to Christ and even the Jews and all of Israel that they will call out for their Messiah and for their God. Release the angel Michael who are the defender of Israel to do so in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Say amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's get to the word of the Lord, what I want to preach. Uh, can we just, before we stand, just, I want you to make this, this declaration. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me from Satan. Thank you for saving me from hell. Thank you for saving me from sin. Thank you for saving me from demons. Thank you for delivering me from every curse. Hallelujah. That is the joy of our self, of God's salvation, not our salvation. Amen. That's the joy of our salvation. No matter how tough and how difficult it goes with any one of you, you always need to say to yourself, I'm saved from hell. I'm saved from hell. I'm saved from the devil. I'm saved from demons. I'm saved from sin. I'm saved from curses. I've got a reason to be joyful and happy and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And then after we made that declaration, I'll read a scripture to help all of us to win souls for God. And then we get into the message of the Holy Spirit. Can we stand, please? Hallelujah. Please do, do, do this from your heart with faith. Hallelujah. We want to give God some wonderful praise. And joy. Hallelujah. Amen. Say thank you, Heavenly Father, thank you, Heavenly Father for, saving me, for saving me 
you open my blind eyes to see the value of your son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that opened my eyes to the value of Jesus. I am safe from Satan. I am delivered from all demons. I am safe from hell. Hell won't see me because the blood of Jesus wash away all my sins. I am born again. I'm a new creation in the name of the Lord. I'm safe from sickness. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for eternal security. Jesus have me in His hand. The Father have me in His hand. The Holy Spirit comes within me. I am a blessed person. I've got reason to be joyful. Reason to dance. I know even the future. I know through prophecy and through your prophets what is to come in this world. It will become darker in this world. But we wait for Christ. The rapture is around the corner. And soon we will be out of here. We bless you, Lord Jesus. And Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to His name. You may be seated. Mark chapter 8. I think it's from verse 38. Hallelujah. Mark 8. I'm reading from verse 34. Mark chapter 8. And then we will get into the Holy Spirit. Let me say to you, when we read the Bible, the Bible is not opinions. It is the wisdom of God. And through the word of God, if you obey it, wisdom comes to you. But also faith comes to you. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. But the word of God and believing it, brings faith, it brings miracles, it brings healing, it brings wisdom, it brings the power of God. I must highlight that because I'll read to you the scriptures, the holy, it's not a normal book, it's the word of God, it's the highest way that God can speak to you. And he used me as a man of God. Hallelujah. 52 years saved myself. Hallelujah. Over 40 years in the ministry. Being friends with 
top apostles, men and women, prophets, teachers, evangelists. My friend Nikki Kutsi has got a 5,000-seater tent preaching the gospel now in Gauteng, in Joburg, and in many places. Me and my wife, I've been at 24 campaigns of each campaign four days preaching here in Friedendal, Friedenburg, here in Haderfell, in Mannenberg, in Lavender Hill, in Mannenberg, and Nova Park, preaching with a 5,000-seater tent. Why do I tell you that? That you don't take what is preached lightly. The devil opposed the Word of God. The devil won't like you to believe the Word of God. Because he's against the word of God. But this is the word of God. Say with me, thank you, Father. That I can hear and obey and receive the word of God. Through the word of God, I get wisdom. I get power. The love of God and healing and direction. Amen. Look what Jesus says. And he summoned the crowd with his disciples and said to them, he summoned us, friends of Daniel Kingdom Church, and said, listen to me. If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself. <laughs> he must say to himself, I don't you know you anymore. I want to be a new self. Amen. If any, and come after me. In other words, he goes ahead and you follow him. And the sin is rebellion. You cannot follow. You want to follow your own mind. You want to follow what you think is right. But he says, if anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself. And take up his cross and follow me. What is your cross? The cross is a place where you die to yourself. Amen. The cross is like an electric chair. It's like capital punishment. Where they put a rope around your neck and you die. Jesus says, unless you die to yourself, you cannot Follow me. And in the cross is the power of God. In the cross is the wisdom of God. In the cross is healing and the love of God. But you will never experience the love of God, the power of God. You will never experience God's uh, uh, wisdom unless you take up your cross. Verse, the next verse. For whoever, that includes every, it excludes nobody. It tells anyone, we just read, if anyone. Verse 34. It says, if anyone. In other words, you included. And then verse 35. Whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. In other words, you say, I want to live my own life. 
I don't want to follow. I don't want to deny the Lord. I want to live my own life. You will lose it. You will be a loser. You will lose it to Satan. You will lose it to this ungodly world. You will lose it by going to hell. Whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the, for the gospel's sake will save it. Praise the Lord. Amen. You give your life to Christ. And for the gospel, you will save your life. Verse 36. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit or lose his soul? In other words, Jesus said, what will it profit you? You have all the gold in the world. You have all the, the, the furniture, the cars in the world. But at the end, you go to hell. Because hell is eternal. Hell is forever. This world you only live till 80. And if you're lucky, maybe till 100. But what is 100 years compared to eternity? He says, what, does, what will it profit you? What will it profit you? The things why you don't want to serve the Lord. You say, I don't want to do my own thing. But I, uh, I, I want to have my own way. He says you will lose it. You will lose the real meaning of life. Through this verse and the next verse, I'll give you a phrase. But let me read this verse again. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world? Why do I preach like this? I want to make an altar call after I preach. And I want to ask you, do you want to give your life to the Lord? I'm looking at this young boy sitting there next to um, uh, uh, um, Guillaume's daddy. Can you stand up, boy? My wife was 11 years old when she gave her life to the Lord. It's best to start soon. Whether you're young, whether you're nine years old, to give your life to the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I wanted to say it seems he's the youngest, but the youngest is Chloe that's here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Chloe here for the first time, uh, uh, pastor's voice. Glory to God. You may be seated, young man. Hallelujah. Praise God. I was 16 years old when I gave my life to the Lord. Hallelujah. 16 years old. Now 67, turning 68 on the 19th of December. Remember the 19th of 19th of December? I'm saying it so that you can <laughs> get your gifts ready. <laughs> Amen. Nobody less than uh, 500 rand. I'm, so, I'm just joking, eh? Uh, I'm just joking. <laughs> Some people that always look for mistakes in the church says, oh, it's a church for money. You see? Amen. The devil has all kinds of strongholds in the minds of people against Christ and against the truth. Amen. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world? You say, I have the world at my feet. 
What's the, what's the use? You become Mr. Universe or Miss World or what? What's the use you were, Lady Diane? What's the use you were, the, 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 the Queen of England? What's the use you were, the, prof, the President of the United States? What's the use you were, Mandela, and you were not born again? You were not born again. I'm not saying they were not born again. Leave that. That's their business. Don't worry about that. The Lord is concerned about you. About you. And then the next verse says, For what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Through this verse, I get this phrase, What is worth going to yell to? What? is worth going to yell to. My church, my religion, my family. I cannot, if I give my life to the Lord, my mommy, my daddy will be upset. If I give my life to the Lord, my friends will laugh at me. Is it worth going to yell to? My job, my drugs, my pride, is it worth going to Yalto? What is worth going to Yalto? My God, you must be really foolish. Or the devil must have influenced you in a big way. And by the way, Yal were not made for men. It was made for the devil and his angels. But for all also who want to follow the devil. Who want to believe the devil and say, I don't believe this. I don't believe the word of God. I believe what my parents told me or the church or the religion where I come from. You will burn in hell forever. And you want to say, don't speak about hell. Jesus was the preacher that preached the most about hell. Did he want to threaten you? He want to love you. He want to say to you, the best is to follow the Lord. What in exchange? What can you exchange? No, I'll exchange my, my, my wife for, for, for not serving the Lord. Or my family. You know, we are family with a big name. Or my addiction. Or my sin. I'd rather go to hell. For those things. What will you exchange. For your soul. Verse 38. For whoever is the same of me. And my words in this adulterous and sinful generation. The son of man will also be a same of him. When he comes in the glory of his father with his holy angels. Are you ashamed of the Lord? Are you ashamed at school or university to say I'm born again? I stand for the Lord. Can we say shame on you? I heard in Zaldana, Pastor Kyle, when he was preaching there, he said... For all of you who are not born again, my deepest sympathy. Wow, I said, wow, that's a powerful statement. That's a powerful statement to say to anyone, my deepest sympathy. 
because you're not born again. It's true. My innige meegevoel dat jy nie bekeer is. We're not going to say it at your funeral. We say it now to you. My deepest sympathy for your foolishness that you are not born again. I want you to give your life to the Lord today. And if you say, I've got still things to work out, the Lord has worked out everything for you. You don't need to work out anything. Amen. You must be born again. Matthew 25, I'm preaching about the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And what I've shared is to help all of us to go and take what I've preached to win souls for the Lord. Amen. Look at your family at the 21st birthday or while you have lunch this afternoon. And say, oh, my mommy don't know the Lord. My dad don't know. I must find a way. I must find a way to share with them the good news that they don't need to go to hell. They must be born again. Amen. And you know your brother or your sister, they are not really born again. They act as if they're born again. You need to share with them the gospel, the word of God. Hallelujah. It must become a burden to us. Friday, me and my wife went to Pastor Kyle's service and Evangelist Basil was singing a song there. He said, the song is, Give me a heart for others, that I may love them like you love them. Give me a heart for others. Can we close our eyes and let's pray that prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, help me to see the real state of people around me. And love me the way you love them. You died for them. Lord, help me to put away intimidation and fear of what people will think of me. But to preach Christ Jesus to them. To do my best to win them from eternal hell. And from Satan's deception, give me the power. Today, Lord, I'm going to receive the power of the Holy Spirit to be a dynamic witness for Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Matthew 25. Let me say, as we read about the ten virgins, five were foolish. And five was, were wise. Those who were wise were those who had the oil of the Holy Spirit in their lives. Other words, the baptism in the Holy Spirit brings to you extra virgin oil. The others were also virgins. Other words, they were also pure. But there are many Christians who are walking around without the power of the Holy Spirit. You get Baptist people. You get 
dogs mission people. You get Enchi people, Dutch reform people. You get many in even Pentecostal churches. They don't speak in tongues. Or they receive it but never flow in speaking in tongues. They are like the five foolish virgins. They are just clean and pure for Jesus. But you get wisdom in the oil of the Holy Spirit. And you get power through the oil of the Holy Spirit. I'll give you now five levels of the baptism in the whole. Just write down the five quickly because I need to move quick. And I can also just, when we come Wednesday together, highlight more things. Amen. Are you blessed? Amen. The five levels. Listen, I was just, I was, I'll give you now. I was just reading now, earlier today, in a book of how Charles Finney, who became a mighty evangelist in America. Over thousands and millions of people got saved. But he speaks of how he got baptized in a power and a fire that his body was shaking. And it went on for some time, electrical power flowing through his body. He was wondering, what is this? It was a higher level of the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And the Bible and his history tells you, when he preached, people fall under the power. When he walked into a place, sometimes people start to cry without him speaking because of the presence of God that goes with him. John Wesley who started the Methodist church, had this kind of higher level of the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And he, 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 he turned the whole church of England upside down. He changed Britain completely. John and Charles Wesley. Before, the, it was called the Methodist church, even there are some churches called the Wesleyan Church. Charles Wesley started the Methodist Church and movement. John G. Lake had this baptism. I'm just describing you certain men that you can open your heart and mind for us who speak in tongues to say there's a higher level of the baptism in the Holy Spirit. John G. Lake came here. There was no church, Pentecostal church in 1908. He came here with about six or seven children, his wife and her other brother. And he came here from a mighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I think it's in Los Angeles, uh, California, called Azusa Street. Revival, where people started to suddenly speak in tongues. Tongues was out of the church to a great extent. But a, my, through a black man that got baptized in the Holy Spirit, and great miracles started to happen in 1904. 1904. 
And in 1908, John G. Lake came to South Africa with this power. And there's a denomination that's up till today in this country that he started. Wow. They call the street where Azusa outpouring of the Holy Spirit happening. It was Apostolic Faith Street. He started this church and called it the Apostolic Faith Church. Wow. Amen. I got born again in that church. Amen. That's, that's 52 years ago. 16 years old. I got born again in that church. Amen. They are far away from that fire today that he had. But when he came to South Africa, God told him to come. 1908. He just got money up to the harbor in Cape Town. Subdrop him and his family there with this brother. He had no money, for the, but God told him he must get to Johannesburg, a place, Johannesburg. He stood in the queue to book tickets with the train. And just before it was his turn, somebody came and gave him the money for all of his family. It was a miracle. It was a miracle. He didn't know where he was going to go stay. When he got off the train, a white lady came walking to him and says, I saw your face in a vision. And God told me to give you a house. And that's how we ended up with his family in a house. The next day he went to town. When he came into the town, he saw a large crowd of people standing in the road. When he come, came closer, he saw it was a horse that broke its leg. The horse's leg is broken. He stepped into the middle. And he said, if I pray for this horse. And the Lord heals the leg of this, this broken leg now. Will you come tonight to my meetings? And the Lord healed the horse's broken leg. Give the Lord praise. But I'm speaking of this power. I'm speaking of the Holy Spirit fire. The Holy Spirit power. Say with me, the Lord can do it again. The same Holy Spirit is here today. And He enters me. And through me, He can, he can do miracles and wonders and signs in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm be I believe it. It happened here already. Listen, I prayed for about five or six people that had cancer here. On three had cancer. But all five of them should have been dead today. But I prayed, me and my wife, we canceled death. One person was a 19-year-old girl, lady, at breast cancer. And the doctor said, if they don't get a donor, she will die. Because it was 
either in a marrow or what something. The family was destroyed and broken. The dad called the whole family and relatives together. He was too weak to tell them that his daughter is busy dying. He asked me, there's my wife. Asked me to speak to them. After I spoke to them, they wept. And there she was standing. And then I said, but we will put up a fight. In the name of the Lord Jesus. These were my words. And I said, even if we lose her and lose the fight, it's better to lose fighting than to give in. Wow! And we prayed. And we fasted. And we laid hands. And this was the prayer I got from the Holy Spirit. I said, Lord, let your power go through her body like electric and burn out every cancer cell in the name of Jesus. Burn, O oh Spirit, of healing and of Jesus and destroy death. And we cancel death. In the name of the Lord Jesus. That was the kind of prayer every time. And I, because I knew this is a prayer from the Holy Spirit, I repeated it. Hallelujah. I had a, a, a dream how I buried this person. How I stand on those wooden structures around an open grave. There I was standing. Laying this body to rest. Throwing a flower. And after the dream I said, I refuse the spirit of death in the name of the Lord. And God healed her. Give the Lord praise. <laughs> Months after that, as I came from a meeting in Atlantis, I got a call from the same woman. She said, Pastor, the cancer is back. It's in my head. It's like golf balls in my head. I pull off after the call and I said, God, destroy those golf ball kind of cancers. We refuse this. And we prayed against with my wife in the city. And God canceled it. This person is alive up till today. Give the Lord praise. <laughs> A other brother was on his way to, to, to take the train in, in Pinelands. He would have died if we did not intercede before that he got an attack that would have killed his life off. There, Sister Motherlane, can we must, Sister Motherlane stand, please? A testimony of the power of God canceling death in Motherlane's life. 
Give the Lord praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. You may be seated. This power is here. There's my sister Leah, 65 years old. Let's stand. Sister Leah. Amen. She would have been dead a couple of years ago. What age were you then? Were then? Fifty-eight, fifty-nine. This is sixty-five. The Sunday morning, she had a severe heart attack or something like that. Four o'clock the morning, I got up out of my bed. I didn't know why, and I just felt this power of intercessory prayer. I went to our room and I prayed. And until I felt relief, that was the Sunday morning. We got to church and Leah was in church and then she... Praise God. She went to, and then to hospital. Cut a long story short. The doctor said to her, you should have been dead. And then we discovered it was at that time, four o'clock in the morning, somewhere there, when I was interceding, that she had this attack. He said, you should have been dead already. So severe. But the prayer of the righteous the prayer of the Holy Spirit. Give the Lord praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Leah can sit. I sense some of you don't take serious what's happening here. You better now. Because God wants to do miracles, not only here today, but this is a house of miracles. People will come from far and wide to meet Jesus, hallelujah, the real Jesus, in the name of the Lord, hallelujah. John G. Lake, while he was here, a pandemic broke out, and people were dying like flies, greater pandemic than this COVID, and they couldn't believe the doctors that he moves around among the sick. And even raise people out of this sickness. And he said, there's a power in me that is stronger than this pandemic. Because people were running and you must not come close to people with that. But he got close. And he said to them, the virus, put it on my hand like this. That virus. When they put it on his hand. The virus died because of the power of God that was in him. Wow, what a power. And this was his scripture, Romans chapter 8 verse 2. It says, the law of life in Christ Jesus is in me. And it's greater than the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. 
therefore, if you serve the Lord properly, and if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you can live long. Amen. You, you, you won't look your age. You will look far younger than your age. Hallelujah. Tommy, Tommy is now 70 what? Tommy? 74. Stand up for us. Hallelujah. Listen, I can tell you, even my our Auntie Mary, Auntie Mary and is 80 what? 87. My Jane is what? 84. There is life in this church. A couple of years ago, Auntie Mary was to the point of death in Gatesville Hospital. We went there, me and my wife, praying for her. I said, Lord, we want Auntie Mary a couple of years more. We are with us. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We're going to pray for the sick here today. We're going to pray for the sick. Any form of sickness. You don't need to die your mommy and your daddy's death or your uncle or your grandpa's death with heart attacks or any kind of curse that is upon you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. The pastor, but for his sister, may his sake sister. I say, Seika. Wat soek jy in die sisterse lichaam? Jy moet in die tevies. <laughs> What a sock. My God. But we believe the Lord can cancel death to the glory. The law. Read with me after me. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. These are two laws. It's laws. When you're born again, you have the Holy Spirit within you. You tap into that law of life in Christ Jesus. It cancels the law of sin and death. It breaks the law of sin and death. Can I explain it to you this way? You get the law of gravity. What's Afrikaans name? The wet van swarte Hallelujah. Anything you throw up will come down. If I throw this pen up, it will come down. My reflections is still good. Bafana needs me stri being a striker or a shooter. Some of you need to get into netball and be a shooter. But what I mean, okay, is it a shooter or what? My wife is laughing then at me. Okay, so... The law of gravity is there is a power where this will go into space. 
where it floats and the law of gravity don't have any more effect on this. Is it so? Now to live in the law of the spirit of life is to live in space. Do you hear me? Then the law of this world don't have any more effect on you. Wow! Give the Lord praise. Give the Lord praise. Amen. Amen. But you must get into the spirit. Hallelujah. It's in the spirit. Do you see there? For the law of the spirit of life. Hallelujah. Will set you free from the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. It's up to you. It's how you exercise your faith. If you don't have faith in the law of, the, of life in Christ Jesus, the law of sin and death will work in you. They shall even overlake as what they ask. And they ask geloof. You will look older than you are. Death will creep up on you. Quicker. But this life in the spirit is extremely powerful. Hallelujah. Even so much that when people touch you, they can detect the power of God. You get men of God, they just greet people and people fall. Wow. It's a, and that power, as we move this month, will get over many of you. Amen. Years ago when we, uh, me and my wife, we were pastoring in Mitchell's Plain. Years ago, we moved into this power. Hey. And our members even demonstrate to people in the office. Our normal members. Say, just stand there. I'm going to stand here. I pray for you. Father, this is Ursula. The Ursula fall under the power. The Ursula is on the floor. Ursula, get up, please. <laughs> Some of our brothers, even people behind the wall, stand on the other side in the other room and says, I'm going to pray here. And there the person fell under the power. That's just the power, the demonstration of power. Hallelujah. Like for instance, Kenneth Hagin, he was preaching about angels that will invade the church in the last days. And as he was standing preaching and people were standing, he says, the angels just walked in there now. He saw a vision. And people fell under the power. And he himself fell under the power. And after a while, he came back to himself. Anything is possible. Psalm 91, I'm just reading this for you. For somebody's sake who are being attacked by death. The last verse, Psalm 91, the last verse. This is the psalm of divine protection. The last verse says, With long life I will satisfy him and let him see my salvation 
Salvation is the fullness of what Christ has died for for you. You will see, you can see it. And it will bless you with long life. Hallelujah. You know what does it mean to be blessed with long life? You can be with other people in a car accident. They might be hurt, but you're not. They might die, but you're not. Hallelujah. Others can drink the poison and you also, but the poison had no effect upon you. Hallelujah. Danger is all. People will feel, I wish I can be with him, then I feel safe. Many, many, many men of God, many men of God will tell you, as long as you're with me, you're safe. Don't worry, you are safe. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. One man got up on the aeroplane when the uh, turbulence and it seems the plane is, is uh, he got up and he says, don't worry, I'm a man of God, we will be saved. Paul also on the, sub, the last chapter in, 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 in uh, Acts, he said to all the people, the ship was about to get shipwrecked. He says, as they were sailing, he says, don't worry, an angel of the Lord appeared to me last night. And he said, if you listen to me, everybody will be saved. Wow. I tell you, in this church, there's safety. Under this anointing, there's safety to the glory of God. Say with me, with me, with long life, the Lord will satisfy me. And I will see the fullness of Christ's salvation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. As he opgeletterd in onze kerk, ons het min funerals. But as he moet gaan, dan moet he gaan. Sommige overstay their welcome too. Amen. For all zij wat problemen gee. In die kerk en moeilijkheid tussen geloofig is. Jou sel by deed, zij mag het verkort my broer. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Understand? Hallelujah. Am I preaching well? Yeah. Bishop Sake, Bishop Dex, right then, man. Whenever he preaches, he says, hey, You're preaching very well. <laughs> Hallelujah. With long life. To satisfy. To, to be satisfied, say, Where is it? I have no good from the living. Ik wil niet meer checkers en Woolworths en study fits, five star hotels. Ik heb genoeg van allemaal die goed gaat. Jere, ik kan maar mijn ook wel. By the way, ik ga naar huis toe. I'm going home. En die andere geloofigers gaat mij welkom zoals ik instap daar. Halleluja. Praise God. En zoals ik instap daar gaat ze ook zeggen. Ik is verbaasd dat zij ook hier is. Ik heb gedacht, zij zal ook hier zijn. Wat een shock. Halleluja. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. Matthew 25. Let me give you 
as we will read now, Matthew 5, the five levels. The first level of the baptism of the Holy Spirit is a sign of God's goodness. Amen. I'm rushing. The second level is the seal of ownership where you cry, Abba, Father. It's the seal of your salvation. You know, a seal is like, listen, without any doubt, I know I'm going to heaven, and I know I'm a child of God. Lift up the sound, please. The third level is the fire level, the baptism with fire. This third level is it purifies you. Change you to gold. The, your, your, your grade of value goes up. The fourth level is the level of power and authority. With Jesus in Acts chapter 10 verse 38. He says, I have been baptized with the Holy Spirit and with Hallelujah. Amen. Look here. This is the fourth level. I, the, the Bible says, I know of Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power. Amen. This is the power that I was speaking of. That John G. Lake and Wesley and Finney had in their lives. Hallelujah. Amen. The Holy Spirit. And with that power is here. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. In other words, this power deals with demons. And with sickness. And with curses. Hallelujah. Say amen. amen. Praise the Lord. And then the fifth level is the level of dominion and thrones. Amen. Dominion and thrones. This level is the level of having power over death. Hallelujah. Even raising the dead. Hey. Praise God. Amen. Before the church leaves, the rapture is around the corner. We will see many people raised from the dead. Because death is the last enemy that the church will conquer. And the rapture is even a sign that the church has conquered death. Because people, the believers will leave the earth alive. Hallelujah. Amen. As he 
ik wil vir jou een brief gee, dat sê dat vir die antichrist moet gee. Sy sê, wow, ek moet het nog al gee vir hom. Want as die repse plaas gevind het, gaat die antichrist hier die wereld jou maak. Maar ek sal vir jou een brief gee. Sy kan het vir hom gee. Sy wat een sak. Amen. <laughs> en Pastor Kyle says, as a paar mense in die kerk, as die repse plaas van in ons is weg, hy is twee of drie, hulle kan verre aangaan met die diens. I'm serious. Hey, when, when I was, when I was at, at, at Bible school, I preached a sermon, the last prayer meeting. And that's the prayer meeting after the rapture where people will run to church buildings and pray like never before. Mommy is gone. Dad is gone. Brother So is gone. They're gone to be with the Lord. The rapture has evacuated them from the earth. Snags them out of the earth. And here I'm staying, remaining behind. Praise God. Do you have those five levels? Can I repeat it? The goodness of God. The first level. The seal of the Holy Spirit. The third one, fire. You must ask yourself, for what is the next one I want? If you don't have a desire for it, you don't have an appetite for it, why must the Lord bless you with it? And our first thing was we had a month of deliverance to get demons out of the way because they hinder this power to work in you. They block the curses in your life and demons, they block this power in you. Therefore, we got them out of the way first. Hallelujah. I hope you desperate enough to say there's still something wrong with me. You can call on the Lord to get delivered. Amen. And the fourth one is the one of power and authority. And the fifth one is dominion. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Write down five symbols of the Holy Spirit. And then I'll read then Matthew 25. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit, number one, is like water. He quenches your thirst. Hallelujah. Somebody said, what is better than water? They will say more water. Praise God. Water is life. Amen. 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 Praise God. Your, your body consists nearly more than 80% of water. Baby is born, he wants to drink. The world, the, the, mess, the mess of the world, the whole terra firma. Hey, the earth. Is it two quarters uh, Cuban? Of, uh, two thirds. Of water. The earth consists of two thirds of water. The sea. 
as cover more ground than the earth. Do you hear me? God wants to tell us the importance of the Holy Spirit. The water of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It quenches your thirst and water brings growth. Amen. Nothing can grow without water. And you cannot grow spiritually without water. Hallelujah. And you won't have your thirst quenched without water. Number two, the Holy Spirit is like light, lightning and light. Light brings revelation. Amen. The Holy Spirit causes you to see revelation in the Word of God. He causes you to see visions and dreams. It's all in the light of the Holy Spirit. It gives you direction. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing out this to tell you your need for the Holy Spirit. I want you to, as we pray in this month and now, say, Lord, I want more of the Holy Spirit. I lack. I want more. Number three, the Holy Spirit is like wine. Hallelujah. Hey, I'm going Afrikaans. Wein a plak. Hey. He said, I had a plug in. <laughs> it gives you oomph. But it speaks mainly of joy. Hallelujah. Amen. You are a believer with a seer altijd. You need the joy of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Proverbs, a merry heart is like a medicine. But a broken spirit dries the bones. Hallelujah. I'm just reading these five symbols and then I read Matthew 25 and then we're going to pray. Amen. Are you with me? Did I say number three? The Holy Spirit is like wine. Number, f number four. The Holy Spirit is like oil. That's the scripture we're going to read. Matthew 25. Oil. What is a car sonne petrol? What is a car without Gas. The American says, I fill up with gas. So what is gas? <laughs> we fill up with petrol. And in our church, there's fresh petrol. Amen. Some garages, as you drive around, they say, yes, fresh petrol. They're just lying to you. And listen, the price of petrol goes up all the time. And the scripture I'm going to read to you, Matthew 25, about the oil. It speaks of extra virgin oil. Not fish oil. In Cape Town we say fish oil. There isn't something that they call fish oil. That's omega 3, 6, and 9. Wow, ask Dr. Michaels. Amen. As you can hear a bit of a problem, your joints, get yourself 
Amen. If you get older, you want to get up, or cut your, your, your joint. <laughs> get yourself omega 3, 6, and 9. Praise God. Seed oil. Linseed oil. Muni lampuli kreni. Paraffin. Mercy. Amen. But listen, a believer without the Holy Spirit, you don't have water. You don't have light. You don't have oil. You don't have wine. Number four, the petrol in the engine. Your car will just stand there as an ornament. So what is wrong? There's no petrol in we cannot go anywhere. You don't go anywhere with Christ without this oil. The oil of the Holy Spirit. Oil makes things smooth. Amen. You'll serve the Lord without difficulty. Smooth. Hallelujah. But how do you say that in English? I think I'll say it in English. Heck and tech. What a song. You must know in our church, we are serious, but we have fun too. And the preaching is lovely. Hallelujah. Amen. Number five, the Holy Spirit is like fire. Fire exposes insects, but fire gives zeal. You on fire for God. And number six, the Holy Spirit is like electricity. When there's load shedding, you will know the value of electricity. A believer without the Holy Spirit it's like there's a toaster, but it doesn't work. There's an iron, but it doesn't work. There's a microwave, but it doesn't work. There's a stove, but it doesn't work. There is a fridge, and most believers are like fridges. Cold! Cold! When you're around them, you can't even feel the cold. No fire! My God! No excitement. And then the Holy Spirit is like rain. And lastly, number eight is like a river. Let's conclude and reading Matthew 25. And I'm unfolding it and then we close. Amen. Are you blessed? Amen. 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 I'm excited for our fasting. We fast around 1 Kings chapter 18. We want the fire that Elijah. Three things. The altar, the fire, and the rain. Amen. And it's still one o'clock. I just want you to feel a bit of hunger. Amen. And when the hunger comes, that you feel, Lord, 
I want to restore my altar, my life I consecrate to you. 1 Kings 18. Amen. Lord, we want the fire that Elijah called for. And lastly, Lord, we long for the rain, the rain to fall. So that we can have speed. Like Elijah outran a imp to Jezreel. Amen. Lord, we want the fire to deal with spirits of Jezebel. It's all 1 Corinthians chapter 18. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. This afternoon, sit with 1 Corinthians and go through these notes, these notes that I've just shared. Praise the Lord. These symbols that you know it, it's in your heart. When you pray in tongues, Lord, fire, oil, water, wine, electricity. I want it in the name of the Lord. It's what's going on in your mind. I'm unpacking the scripture. You might be a believer, but you're a foolish believer. The, the devil can influence quickly. The five foolish virgins. Lacking oil. Not being ready for the rapture. Because midnight the bridegroom came. And the five were not ready. Amen. The oil makes you ready. For the rapture. And listen to me when it comes to time. We far past midnight. You must be here Wednesday to year. The church is far past midnight. We are moving closely to the morning star, which is the rapture. It's around the corner. But you must have this oil. And lastly, before I read it, your lamb must be trimmed. To trim your lamb mean there must not be smoke or ash or debris. Get it out of the way. Let's read now. Then the kingdom of heaven will be comparable to ten virgins who took their lambs and went out to meet the bridegroom. Jesus is the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were five of them were, and five were prudent, five were wise. And when the foolish took their lambs, they took no oil with them. They lack oil. But the wise took oil in flask along with their lambs. Now while the bridegroom was delaying. They all got drowsy and began to sleep. But at midnight, say midnight. Say we pass midnight. The Bible says at midnight there was a shout. Behold the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. Wow. The foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil. For our lambs are going out. But the wise answered them, No, there will not be enough for us and for you too. Go instead to the dealers and buy some 
for yourself. Listen to get the oil. You must buy it. You must pay a price being regular in church. You must pay a price having a life of prayer. You must pay a price being in the Word of God. Listening to preaching. You must pay a price put off the television. You must put the unnecessary books away and get the Bible to be the main book. You must pay a price, get away from wrong friends. Get out of the spirit of the world. Pay a price. Verse 10. And while they were going away to make the purchase, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the wedding feast. And the door was shut. Just till there, don't let the door shut. Have you experienced where you came, come to a place and people close the door in your face? It's still open for the oil. Can we stand, please? Hallelujah. Give the Lord praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can we close our eyes? Heavenly Father, I've preached your word, and your word brings faith and wisdom. And your love. I pray and I thank you that your Holy Spirit is busy working in the hearts of all of us. Help us to listen to the still small voice of the Holy Spirit now. And obey him. He who came to lead us to Christ Jesus. He the Holy Spirit who came to lead us away from the lies of the devil. We thank you. We will obey your voice, your word, your Holy Spirit. While our eyes are closed, is there someone who want to raise his hand quickly or her hand and say, Pastor, I want to give my life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Do so quickly, please. Thank you very much. Is this, who will be the second one? Raise your hand quickly. That's the second. That's the third one. Who wants to be the fourth one? Say, Pastor, I want to give. Don't look at anybody else. It's your life. It's not her or she or whoever or mom or dad. You can lower your hand. Is there anybody else who say, Pastor, never mind what my friends think. I want Jesus. I want to go to heaven. I don't want to go to hell. Apart from those who raised their hand, is there anybody else? Do so now. In the name. You can raise your hand. It's serious. Thank you very much, lady. Is there, you can lower your hand. Who will be the fifth one and say, Pastor, I won. Thank you very much for that hand. You can lower your hand, lady. Is there anybody else who will be the sixth person who say, I want Jesus. I want to be sure I have him in my life. Thank you very much. Who will be the seventh person? We want to lead you now to the Lord Jesus. We want you to make peace with the Lord. We're not hurrying this. This is so vital. When will you have again this opportunity? When will you have again this opportunity? Do you want to go to hell? What is more worth? What is so worth to go to hell for? What is so worth? For the last time, we want to be the eighth person and say, Pastor, 
I want to go with Jesus. I want the Lord Jesus in my life. You can raise your hand now. I'm waiting for the number eight person. Do so now. Amen. It's your life. Nobody else. You are accountable for your life. You can raise your hand now. Make sure, if you are not sure you are safe, you can raise your hand now. I'm going to call you forward and pray with you now. Amen. Who's going to be the eighth person? And say, I want to be sure. I want to be sure. Amen. Praise the Lord. Who's the eighth person? Can those seven people please come forward? I want to pray for you and lead you to the Lord. Can somebody of our church accompany them? Please stand behind them. Give the Lord praise as they come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, young boy. Let him stand. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else who want to join them? Let's pray softly in tongues, the others. Is there anybody who wants to join them? This is so vital. When I came to the Lord, I came for the whole month. Every time I, I wanted to be sure. I'm sure I'm saved. Not because of my willpower. Through Jesus and His grace and His power. Are you born again? If you're not born again, please join them now. I'm going to pray now. Join them now in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is the most serious decision you can ever make in your life. Hallelujah. For the last time, there's still somebody struggling with her or himself. Just join and walk away from the devil. Walk away from the world. Walk away from religion. Walk away from yourself. Your pride. Are you coming? Can our believers lift up their hands towards them? You in front, just lift your hands with your hand open like this, please, to the Lord. As you say, Lord, amen. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I want you to save me. Lord God, I've sinned against you. Forgive me of all of my sins. From my pride. And deliver me from any idol and self-will that I'm serving. I repent of my sins. I regret it. I have remorse. I feel sorry, Lord, that I disappointed you and followed my own will. Deliver me, Lord Jesus, from the power of sin. Lord Jesus Christ, deliver me from Satan. And all his lies in Jesus' name. Deliver me from demons and break every curse in the name of Jesus.
I give you my life. I surrender to you my future and my life. It belongs to Jesus. You bought me back with precious blood. Not silver or gold, but the blood of Jesus. I am yours, Lord Jesus. I'm yours, Heavenly Father. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and make me a child of God. I am born again because Jesus is my Lord and He became my Savior and I'm a new creation. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I rebuke you, devil. I command you to leave my life. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm born again and I'm saved. In Jesus' name, give the Lord praise. Just stand so and I pray for you. Can my wife come with me and pray? I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Welcome you into the body of Christ. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. Welcome into the body of Christ. Welcome into the family of God. The Lord forgives all your sins and break the power of Satan in Jesus' name. Welcome into the body of Christ. The Lord bless you. He saved you from eternal destruction and welcome to be a child of God. You are blessed. The Lord bless you and break the power of sin and the chains of the devil. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, I command you demons to leave Arthur's life. I break every curse in the name of Jesus. You cannot believe it, Arthur, how much we love you and I pray for you. And that connection you know has never, ever been broken. You heard so many stories about your pastor, and, but you know you don't believe them. You know that we are servants of God. Lord, let your power flow through Arthur's spirit, soul, and body. Break the works of Satan. I command you demons to go. I command you Satan to go. I pray boldness and strength in Arthur to stand for the Lord. You're forgiven. You're washing the blood. This afternoon, Arthur, speak to him alone. Love him. Tell him. Even start speaking in tongues again. The Lord bless you. Welcome into the body of Christ. The Lord breaks the chains of Satan. You're born again. The Lord bless you. Welcome into the body of Christ. Receive the new birth. Receive your wash in the blood of Jesus. Boy, receive the blessing of the Lord Jesus. Welcome into the body of Christ. Thank you. 
The Lord bless you. The Lord keeps you. You're born again. Welcome into the family of God. Welcome into the family of God. Become a daughter of Zion. The daughter of God. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord cleanse you and deliver you from Satan and all his lies and make you a new creation. Be a witness for the Lord. Speak to your friends. Win them and welcome and invite them to church. The Lord bless you, young man, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Welcome into the body of Christ. You are a new creation. You are born again. Welcome into the family of God. You wash in the blood of the Lamb. Be a bold testimony for Jesus. Give the Lord praise. You may be seated. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. You may take a seat. Can our people just afterwards, please, don't leave before. If we don't have your telephone number and who you are, please don't leave before that. Give it to my wife and Pastor Nicholas and Pastor Mikhail or anybody. But, uh, Shepherd Liesel, can Sister Caesar stand? Give your name and your telephone number, please. We want to stay in contact with you and help you. Can you just stand, all of us? Thank you. That's Shepherd Liesel. Amen. We're going to just pray for a minute in tongues, every one of us. But Wednesday, we move over to that that please don't miss Wednesday. Don't stay out of church for nonsense, okay? You, if you pursue the Lord, take up your cross. Amen? The church is moving to higher levels. Happy to have all of our visitors. Please don't miss church. Come Wednesday and be here even next Sunday. Invite other people. We are building a strong church to the glory of God. Amen. We pray just for a minute in tongues. Can we get the song more love, more power ready? Surabarita raboroboroboto roborobota, alabarita raborobota, makashikata babaha, mashuroboroboroborobondo, orababa rabo shalabarita. Alabarita raboroboto, ashurabarabarabanda, maraboboroboroboroboto, kerabarabaraboroboroboto, oroboroboroboto, alabarita raboroboroboto, orabaraboroboraborabata, Malamarita raborobo, akasakatita labozo, o rababa rabo rababa, 
malamaroto roborobota akata baba baba raboroboto o shoroboroboroboto ekasakati basoraba aramaroborobo o roboroboroboronda ashalabarita raboroboto o roboroboroboto Ekasabababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababab
the blessing of the Lord. Say, Heavenly Father, I am blessed with the love of God, the grace of our Lord Jesus, and the power of the Holy Spirit, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is always with me. I'm blessed with your favor. The angels of the Lord accompanies me and protect me. I am born again. I am your child. I'm one of your family. I'm waiting on the bridegroom, the Lord Jesus Christ. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Oil of the Holy Spirit. Come into me and heal me and give me power in Jesus' name. Give the Lord praise. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you. Amen. See you Wednesday.